Hello spacers, Ray here with my Robo Rat Calcifer. We just got back from our most recent kill. Anyways, I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening to Starlight. This podcast is a labor of love and we're excited to be sharing it with you. We hope you laugh and cry along with us in these fun adventures. If you like what we have to offer, or even if you think it's just tolerable, can you pretend to like it with at least a five-star review and subscribe? And if you really like us, or you think we're a little more than tolerable, please check out our Patreon. We put a lot of effort to make it a place you might have a little fun. Thank you for listening to this adventure. We're excited to share the journey with you. See you later, spacers. Was the night aboard the C2, and all through the ship, the radar wasn't stirring, not even a blip. The crew all journaled without a care, for they had the hero's journal to help them prepare. McKenna, an elephant on two legs, wrote snug in her bed, I am thankful to not be wed. The sharp shooting of Clive, and the formation of this beautiful hive. Visions of being better, a more centered loxodon dancing in her head. Clive snuggled down to write in his tattered clothes and cap. Uh, today, I learned to dance. It was exhilarating, the best I've ever felt. Now, for me, it's time to nap. Pleased, he was headed towards his goals. He prepared for the dark place and a good night nap. Then there there was Atlas, who goal set with a clatter. Become more powerful, find the monster from his past, take care of the last loved ones in his life. He was the strongest in the universe, but even so, he needed goals that matter. Over a year and with a flash, the hero's journal made them all better with a whooshing wash. Increasing productivity, mindfulness, and goal-accomplishing flow, they found the heroes to the journey lay within them just below, complete with pictures that make the fun appear. Each page is a magic story like flying reindeer. Recognize who wants to be quick? The journal makes accountability, visualization, and development fun in a flick. Their colors, quality cover, and Discord community are the bomb. So check them out now at heroesjournal.co. Wow. Here we go. Roll for initiative. Hey, welcome back to Starlight. It is either oh February or March, one of the two. I don't know. We don't really care. We're here to play some D&D. And as usual, I am your host and your GM, Isaac Yorks. And I am with two-thirds of the crew. One of our very own spacers is feeling a little under the weather. So we are out at Clive for the next few episodes. So if you don't hear his voice or a really poor DM version of it, that's why. So we hope he gets better. You can send your your well wishes back in time to when we recorded this. But in the meantime, let's focus on who is here in the studio. We have 
I'm Courtney Yorks, and I'm playing Ray Byrne. Uh, I'm Nathan Koontz, and I play Alice. And with that, we have some dates, and I honestly don't know what else we're going to do. I have no plans. Do you, do you guys have plans? Um, not exactly, no, actually. <laughs> I have plans. Yeah. So we'll be following Woo-hoo. Ray's lead. Woo-hoo. It's like The Sims. <laughs> Alice <Woo-hoo>. is very... <laughs> Atlas slash Nathan is very excited that Ray's going on a date because Atlas slash Nathan can't get a date himself. Oh, it's true. That's a low hit. It hurts because uh. it's true. It's okay. Alice, that's actually well, that's gonna be my my task for the thing. He's gonna spy on their date. And make sure that it all goes well. <laughs> And in the meantime, Nate, real night, real life, Nathan's gonna be taking uh, tips. He's gonna be like, "Okay, this is, this is what I do." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with that, why don't we jump into this episode of Starlight? Neuralink, recall latest memories. Accessing. Having passed the boss mother's test by uncovering the depths of trickery embedded in her trials, Team Luma is invited to serve her and Second Don Slauson directly as a shadow squad. By taking on this role, the party is given a certain amount of discretion in their activities and will help the Kashin family ferret out the truth behind the attack on Etchelis Keep months ago. Following the test, they meet their new slave, Taryn Yaris, and then, later, Clyde experiences another dream that seems to contain lost memories. This time of a wife, a lost life as a simple farmer, and an upcoming honeymoon on the sands of the opal beaches. The days go on, and before Squad Luma can move on to its next adventures, they have at least one last commitment to honor. Ray and Crete's meeting. Memories retrieved. We jump in with some inspiration, and I'll start off, cast my vote to Ray. Why? Um, so it's just an ego boost. Oh, it's just, <laughs> it, it's just an ego boost. Uh, no, I think that, so when I was going back and editing and working on some of the some of like the very first episode of when you guys came back, there was a lot of interactions that Ray had that I think because you've played now, she's your second character and there's always going to be some element of who you are put into your character. There was a line of questioning where not only did you make it, I don't know if you were doing this on purpose, but you made it so that like the audience could learn a little bit more about uh, the Kashin family and Etrelis and all of these things. And you also put Nathan on the hot seat a lot where he had to look at me and be like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know about that. It's so funny. But um, you did a good job of like finding that line between like how far McKenna would have pushed it mm. and then how Ray would going about questioning mm-hmm. and, and that hers was truly from worry. So I think that in a subtle way, you really embodied your character very well. Thanks. Yes. I'm going to give it to myself as well, um, only because I nailed a date, and I'm very excited about that. 
I'm glad I mean, you admitted you to could... date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also giving is. my inspiration to Ray due to her landing a date with the help of Mr. Wingman himself, Alex Kashin. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dork. <laughs> So, I hope you enjoy your inspiration. <laughs> Thank you. And if you collect three, the, I know you guys know this. This is a reminder for anyone who uh, doesn't know. Uh, inspiration can be used to re-roll at any dice roll. So, hopefully to make it to your advantage. Or if you collect three, you can make a roll a natural 20, which pretty much is an automatic success. Right. So, anytime you guys want to jump in and help vote for our players in terms of what they get, then that is what you're doing. Votes geared towards Ray are especially appreciated. Also for the Patreon, Votes if anyone wants geared... to, if they can keep track, because I actually don't know how much inspiration everyone has, or if I even have any, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. So if the, any any Patreon out there wants to just like post it in the thread or something, or like have it there, then uh, or message me, that'd be great. Okay, here's the thing though: you're gonna get someone who's like a huge fan of Ray. And it's like, oh, Ray has five inspiration nah, points. Nah. Our, our fans, I know, are a hundred percent honest and true. On Ray's side. Oh. No. Honest and true. No. Hmm. I don't think that's true. Honor, integrity, exactly. tradition. Because <laughs> Jean. <laughs> All right. Um so with that. We jump in to the following day after the test. The test which brought Luma Squad, the Shadow Squad, officially into recognition. Or should I say unofficially? It is morning when you all kind of come to, each in your own separate quarters, in roughly the same levels within the tower of Etralis. What do you guys want to do? I would like to go get my rat. Can I call a Slauson? <laughs> you don't have his personal number, but you can try. Okay, I'll call his office. <clears throat> Atlas, can you roll a die 100, please? Yeah. <laughs> uh, seven. It just rings and rings and rings. Is there no voicemail? And eventually, <laughs> a voicemail picks up. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hello, S Sergeant Slauson. This is Ray. Um, we we chatted uh yesterday or the day before. Um, in regards to the rat, and you couldn't help me, but then I talked to to Ada um, or or boss mother um, after our test, and she she said she would follow up about the rat, but I don't know her number, and you you were the person I thought I could connect with, so I thought I would reach out to see if you could help me get a rat. Ray, I need you to make okay. I need you to make a perception roll. 21. As you get to about that point in your conversation, you hear this weird kind of like fuzzy light ringing noise. I need you to make a survival roll on that. 17. 
back on your time when you were gallivanting around the universe with a family, or at least those you once called a family, you know, pirating, attacking unwary people, you were taught by one of the galley mates on how to how to essentially wiretaps different phones and you recognize that noise as someone else that has like somehow seeded a way into this and you may not Slauson may not be the only one who is going to receive this message I don't really said anything bad okay well hope to talk to you soon and if anyone's listening I know you're there Bye. And then I'm going to go to try to find Atlas. Your mechanical mouse kind of goes up into your sleeve and wraps itself up around your shoulder, just creating a bulge under the shirt. And as the door opens and you step out into the hallway, you are met by the, by the smell of people who've lived close together you can smell off in the distance like morning sausage being cooked up in the up in the chow hall and there are people who are just starting to file in and out you start making your way to atlas's room you know you have to go up an elevator to get there and you come to the door hello hey it's me can I come in? Yeah, sure. What do you need? Well, can I come all the way in? Can you open the door? Oh, is it locked? Yeah, you've only opened it to like, there's like a chain in your... <laughs> yeah, sure. And Alice will unbolt the chain. <laughs> Um, just so you're aware, I left a voicemail on Sergeant Slauson's phone in regards to the rat, and someone else may have tapped the phone. Second Dawn? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, Second Dawn. Yeah. Um, someone else may have tapped the phone. Huh. How do you know that? I don't think I said anything besides after the test, Ada um, said she would follow up. But now that I'm saying that to you... That may have been the wrong thing to say over a voicemail if someone else was listening. Um, just didn't want to be the only one who knew that. Do you know who wiretapped the phone? Nope. I hung up and just said, if anyone's listening, I know you're there. Okay. Um, I'll try to look into it if I can and talk to Austin and let him know. Can you also ask him about the rat? Sure. I can ask him about the rat. Thanks. Well, I was hoping you could help me go shopping. I'm just going to let you know right now that uh, now that we're kind of closer on equal terms is that I'm not going to be purchasing many items. That's okay. I just, um, I I kind of consider you a wingman. Uh, Oh, okay. And... (laughs) Want help preparing for my meeting tonight. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, what time, or how much time is there till Bill's date? Well, it's, it's, it's a meeting, and it's not till this evening, and so it's morning right now. 
So what exactly do you need? Clothes. What, like trousers, boots? like? More like... Dress. Nice shoes. I have trousers and boots. She looks very awkward saying Dude. this too. <laughs> okay. Alice is gonna ro- like scroll through his uh, contacts. Does he have anyone that know anything other than just like jackets, trousers, and boots? Why don't you, Ray, go ahead and roll a die one hundred? Because I know Alice would not be a good <laughs> date shopping partner. Twenty four. <laughs> you start looking through through the different contacts you've had, and two potentials pop up. There is. Delilah, she is not a berserker. She's she's an engineer for vehicles for the Kashin, but she you while you've never had like deep conversations with her before, you've worked on squads with her and she does have a little bit more of that girly streak to her. And then the other person that comes up is the quartermaster. You know, while he does only probably have boots and fatigues and standard <laughs> gear. He has to get his stuff from somewhere, so he might know. So Atlas will most likely call Lila. So as it rings, it does pick up, and you hear a voice on the other side. And it sounds like they are in the middle of like some form of like extreme exertion. Hello? Hey, it's, hey. it's Atlas. Okay, it's a little early. What? Hey, so I have a squad mate that needs uh, to go shopping for some uh, more feminine items or beauty products. Okay, can you hold on one second? Yeah, yeah, finish what you're doing. Thanks. And then you hear... It sounds like just something just like falls, just metal on the other side. And you just hear a... Ah, fuck! God! Uh, uh. Stupid thing. Hello? <laughs> change of voice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That got me. I don't know why. Um, <clears throat> hey, yeah, so I, right. I just need somebody for uh, my squad mate because she's going on some type of date tonight. It's a it's a meeting. It's a date. So here, would you be able to Ray. help? I can give you some assistance if you need any in the. Uh, I can assist you in the armory. Mm. While I would appreciate some eye candy standing around, I've also seen your ability to fix things. <laughs> you mostly break things, bud. I can at least hold up heavy <laughs> objects. That's basically all I'm good for. You know what? Go ahead and make a charisma roll straight. Okay. <laughs> You see this right here? That's an ad 20. You know what? Okay, I'll, I'll take you up on that. Yeah, you can come on by and hold up stuff, and I'll help your friend. No problem. Uh, I'm a little busy at the moment, but how about you come swing by uh, the armory in about two hours, huh? Yeah, I think that works. And I'll look over to Ray to confirm, like... I- I'll-, I'll see you in a sec. And then you hear her just as right before she hangs up. Hey, Jeb! No, don't plug that in the <laughs> And then it cuts off. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. All right, well, okay. I have somebody that can help you out with getting your fancy clothes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go get breakfast? Sure. 
As we're walking there, Ray is like nervously sharpening a knife with another knife. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're preparing for your date? No, it's not a date. Is that what you're And then she starts going faster. So you guys may eventually make it to the chow hall. It's not not too far. It's already kind of filled with the thrum of people getting ready for the day's work, but just enjoying a little bit of just that candor with each other before before they basically are breaking their backs to make things happen. You see slaves coming back and forth. Uh, one thing that's unique about the chow hall is the slaves can eat as equals with everyone who's not a part of like the upper echelon so you see slaves mingling with some of the soldiers um and eventually the line leads you up and while it smells of breakfast sausage it it as you get to the front and you see the equivalent of the kashin lunch lady there it looks nothing like sausage as a matter of fact it looks like a a take on last night's dinner and it's a little bit kind of jellied. They throw it. She throws it onto the tray and then douses it in a nice hearty ladle of a kind of like white grayish gravy. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> this looks delicious, Alice. Mm-hmm. Is this what you always eat? It's uh, It fits the nutritional value that you need. Well, close enough mm. to it. Okay. (laughs) 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 And I'm going to go find a seat. Uh, You said that slaves are in here. Mm -hmm. Do I recognize anyone? (laughs) Go ahead and make a perception. (laughs) That's a nine. You don't see anyone that you recognize. Okay. I just realized too, Alice is always like shirtless just with his jacket. So this man is... He's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Nipples that can cut glass right now because it's not warm. I mean, when Alice sits down to, he'll, to eat, he'll take off his jacket because obviously you, you don't want to wear jackets at the table. And he's just sitting there shirtless? <laughs> yeah, Alice is ripped. He doesn't care. Oh, wow. He's ripped, tatted, built like a monster. He's. I mean, people, honestly, if anyone's seen Alice or knows Alice, they probably are used to it by now. Do you know, um, I've learned... Uh, as a woman, I'm not allowed to take my clothes off. I mean, go for it. But you can take yours off go for it <laughs> okay and i start to like take my jacket off and <laughs> i start to like pretend like i'm taking my shirt off Alice is still Why eating. you go ahead and make a make a charisma roll <laughs> oh this uh one not a nat one because i have a negative three your jacket's off. You're kind of you're down to like the like t-shirt underneath, and you're starting to pull it up, kind of like pretending. You hear someone yell out from the other side, and they say, "Well, go on, come on, take that off. Let's see if you have something more than bee stingers, flat-chested, huh?" Ray's eyes get really, really big, and she goes under the table. Oh, spit with my water her out. Food. <laughs> oh. Are you gonna Are you and gonna eat that? Or? I, I, I'm gonna eat it under the table. I, I'm I mean, the tables, you know, don't have, like, cloths or anything to cover it. You can still be seen. You're just... I, I don't care. Okay. All right. 
Well, like I said, you can go ahead and try. You know, Atlas, I'm really good at killing things. I am terrible at interacting with people. Well, and I'm feeling that here in this town more than ever. Just got to do what I do and not care. <laughs> okay. As you are down there eating some food and Atlas is <laughs> sitting up, you see a pair of like like boots start making their way towards the table and they kind of stop like right before you. The, the boots are gray. They have a little bit of like a metal kind of like shin guard on the front, but they're a bit more slender. And then you hear a woman's voice as something is set onto the table. <laughs> the boots lift up and then the person sits across from Atlas in the spot you were originally in. <laughs> As they this, this person crosses their legs, it almost hits you in the head. You kind of move back in time <laughs> and you hear, huh. So, look who lives. Uh, you know there was like 10 of us who came to your funeral, you bastard. Alice will look up and try to like see who it is. Across from you, you see a dark-skinned half-elf hair that is, I would say, almost like Afrocentric hair that has been pulled into a tight bun in the back. And there's a little bit of a scar across the upper lip. There, you can see just the hints of what looks like some sort of, like, tentacled tattoo that runs up to the neck. You recognize this person as Tayana, a fellow berserker. Someone that you've not necessarily been close with, but you've been on multiple squads with before in the past, especially in the beginning. And then naturally, you both kind of went your own ways. She's opted to have the breakfast without the gravy. <laughs> and she just sits there and she says, when were you going to tell us that you were alive, huh? Uh, Sometimes it's easier just to be dead on record. <laughs> well... Okay, that's all you have to say. I mean, how's the new squad or how's the missions going? Is she ripped? For her size, she is. Oh, how tall is she? She's a little bit. Oh no, she 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 is like five nine. For that size, she's like very muscular, but whipcord muscular. Oh, I got you. I got you. Very quick on her feet. So basically, I could see her and Ray duking it out. <laughs> you you could probably guess that this woman, at least in physical combat would tear Ray apart. Okay. So, how, yeah, how's the missions been going and how's the new squad? Mm, it's all right. You bounced around twice now. Just got a promotion following the attack on the keep and now I'm doing a little bit more management here. So I start calling you ma'am. Uh, mm. <laughs> Not with that sarcasm. You asshole. <laughs> well, how's so, the management work treating you? Oh, it's a freaking headache, man. It's a headache. You know, there's nothing more than I want to just be sent away and just to go back on the battlefield to fill 
bones breaking before my fists to watch our enemies fall to my feet. But here I am, pushing paper and telling people what to do. Yeah, the pay's good, but this is gonna kill me, sitting in this stupid cubicle. She takes a bite and she goes, Please tell me you're gonna come down to the sparring grounds at some point, right? Yeah, I'll be making my way down there. Oh, Might even good. go tonight. I think one of my squad mates has a date she has. I, from under the table, am going to like punch you in the leg really hard. <laughs> Make an attack roll. <laughs> Nat 20. Wow. Oh, Natural give me 20. <laughs> yeah, it's your string modifier times two. <laughs> Zero? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine's a mine's a die for I think just because of my iron fists. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, this is the same for like anyone who's un unarmed. Yeah. Wait, I rolled a nat twenty. Can I like get to roll at least a die four? <laughs> it's a nat twenty. You know what you can do? What? Since you rolled a nat twenty, you and Atlas roll an athletic check against each other. <laughs> if you succeed, <laughs> he jumps a little bit. Oh, good luck. Okay. What oh, did you roll? Low, uh, nine plus seven, so sixteen. I rolled a fourteen. <laughs> so he doesn't even budge with a nat twenty. Atlas, you feel this little soft little. Atlas, to more of an insult, won't even acknowledge being hit. But yeah, she does have a date tonight, so I might be going on the sparring grounds tonight. Squad, who's your new squad mate? Um, I actually have two. I'll try to get him introduced eventually. One of them's a little off duty right now, so you won't be able to meet him. He's more of a mid to long range distance fighter. And my other one is kind of a mix also of close to mid range, I'd have to say. More of a sneaky type. Probably more like your speed with a not as brutal, more finesse based in a sense. Tries to plan out attacks. She sounds like she's from the Black Ops. Uh, Maybe. Uh, it could be eventually, but who knows? Yeah, well, you know how I feel about them. Always sneaking around, stabbing people in the back. <laughs> no honor in it. Yeah, but someone has to do the dirty work. I'm going to um, pull my tray up and join at the table. Oh, just make a straight charisma roll. You sure? <laughs> yeah. That was a seven. <laughs> so as you come up wait are you going up on atlas's side or her side atlas's side <laughs> you hear tayana's fork drop <laughs> she goes oh that is disgusting oh that is disgusting and she just i mean i know atlas is gross without a shirt on but is it really that disgusting this and is I look uh, over at Atlas, like, and this is also the squad man I was talking about. That's more finesse based. This is Ray. This, oh, I can see she's finessing something. <laughs> Tayana, was it? Smith, sneak around, was it? It's Ray. Oh, sorry, I don't mean to be so rude, Ray. I just I'm not used to people climbing up from underneath the table. And I'm not used to people talking shit about people they don't know. I'm kind of used to that. 
Well, I don't like your life then. <laughs> I don't like you. What are you, some pale ass Cretan getting up from under there? I, I, I would love to meet you in wherever brawls happen. <laughs> oh shit! You can make a charisma roll once more. This woman could possibly even beat Alice. I'm gonna re-roll I'm that. Sure. I'm using an inspiration. You're using inspiration on that. <laughs> okay. Oh, she rolled a nat one. Oh no. Tayana leans forward and she pushes her tray to the side. <sighs> oh, I'd love that. <laughs> and Ray's gonna take out her knives oh. and just start sharpening them. And Tayana's knuckles start cracking. <laughs> Oh, I would love to beat the shit out of your black op ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm busy today oh. and tonight. Oh, you're not and, showing up to the brawl. Tomorrow and the next day because I don't fight garbage. Well, Tana stands up with her tray and she says in a very fake smile, let me know when you grow some balls then. I'm a woman. I will never grow balls. But let me know when you do. All right. I'll catch you later, Tayana. <laughs> I'll be there tonight. It's about time things got interesting. And she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> you should choose better friends, Atlas. Uh, she's actually very good at what she does. That's why I'm, I would be slightly worried. Obviously, I didn't want to say nothing because this is obviously a cat fight that I want to get in between of. But she's... uh. I would not recommend going toe-to-toe with her in hand-to-hand combat. Oh, I don't go toe-to-toe. Well, I like to kind of sneak up on people when they're sleeping and kill them in their sleep. I'd be careful with her. Especially, too, she's been doing office work this long. She's probably all pent up and wanting to actually fight someone. Should we be going to meet your friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, you, if you're finished eating, then yeah. We'll head over. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, we'll head over to the armory. The air gets becomes more crisp as there's less insulation. You start to smell various oils, the smells mm-hmm. of like uh, burn marks from electricity, um, and you can hear the 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 clank of machinery, the echoes of people yelling at each other in terms of like. Um, and you see various uh, server bot- servo bots working and, and helping to weld things or do normal maintenance. Now, you find yourself really coming into kind of like a hangar bay that has a huge door bay doors that are open straight into the outside. And you can see that it seems like it's going to be a fair day, but pretty cold. And you can see Delilah working on what looks to be like some sort of 
it's remnant reminiscent of a of a tank but you see that it has six legs on it used across various types of terrain and it looks like she's uh telling people um, of various backgrounds and races to go work on this part or this part she's overlooking some sort of like manual on a tablet and by the time she finally looks up and sees you you guys are only a few strides from her she goes to wipe like some smudge smudges off of her hands and in doing so actually leaves this big kind of mess on her overalls but she she smiles and you see that she is a dwarf woman and despite the the dirty clothes she has the nicest beard and the nicest hair and they flow together in a nice set of braids that are intricately woven together and come with nice accenting bows that just give vibrancy to her hey oh atlas you made it hey how's it going oh, sorry hey no no problem sorry about that i was working on some different bots that we had brought back in but, you know, that's taken care of now. Only one of them blew up, so that's okay. Hi, I'm Ray. Oh, hey, uh, Delilah. Uh. And I'm awkwardly staring at her beard. When she goes to shake your hand, your hand, her hand is like a rock. And she goes, oh, this is the one that, um, I think Atlas said, you're the one that's looking for clothes? Yes. Well, I'm the gal to help you. I, I'm i sorry. I'm not very good at having a filter, and I'm just going to say this. I have never seen a woman with a beard. Well, how many dwarf women have you seen? Uh, only one other, and I think she shaved. Uh, she's... That is... Uh, you, you, you know, a shaven beard for a dwarf woman is like a man who lets his bald spots sit around without, you know, keeping it up, right? And a naked chin does not bring the men running. I didn't... Maybe I, sh- I should get a beard? You and should I look think at about her, it. And then I look at Atlas and I I, I never thought beards were, were in fashion and I'm like looking oh, back and honey. forth kind of panicky. Oh, honey. Beards are always in fashion. Well, how can I grow one before tonight at at six? Unfortunately, you are not a dwarf. So it's going to be kind of hard. But there is an old saying that a little moonshine mixed with ale will begin the sprouts. Now, that's, that's, that's an old thing that uh, wives of thanes would say back in the day. Do you think I could get a fake one by tonight? It would, might look gaudy, but... Is it better than no beard? I want you to make a charisma roll. Seven. Oh. I'm not. You. You sound so desperate. <laughs> you know what? I can help you get a beard. Yeah, I can help you do that. Okay. Thank you. She then leans in closer, and you feel the tickle of this vibrant, lush, soft golden beard. <laughs> just on the side of your earlobe and she says like I said it makes the men come running look who came and she <laughs> glances over at Atlas wait I just want I whisper back in her ear I don't think he came for the beard I think he came 
because he didn't want to go shopping with me. He didn't come for the beard, but I promise you once he saw it, it's the thing that he didn't know he wanted. <laughs> okay, okay. And that's the trick with men. All right? It's the beard. For No, 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 no. Oh. For your date tonight. It's, it's, it's a meeting. It's okay. It's a meeting. Right. Oh, you're practically green with sickness. Oh, honey. <laughs> you just remember, be the thing that he didn't know he wanted. A woman with a beard. Got it. We are going to have so much fun, Atlas. I'm glad to hear it. Okay. Well, where are we off to? Oh. <laughs> Here, come on. We're going to go back to my place. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. As, as she starts leading away Ray, and she's she's a little bit shorter than Ray. She's like at least six inches shorter than Ray. So pushing four feet here. Uh, she stops for a moment, looks back at you, Atlas, and she says, I'll let you know when you're going to be the that good hunk of muscle that's going to hold up heavy things. I just got to find the right heavy things to get those muscles bulging. <laughs> All right, sounds good, Lila. And then she <laughs> leads, she she leads Ray away. <laughs> okay, this is gonna be so fun. You are brought back to Delilah's quarters. They are about the same size as yours, but as you come in, it looks like she has taken everything from her home, wherever the heck it is, and she has turned her room into her home. It is exploding with color, with various tankards, with mementos, with magnets from various places she's been, and you can tell that this woman is very into fashion. There's even like a rack that has one side has is layered with hats and the other side is layered with different types of wigs of various colors and lengths. She takes you over to, to the vanity and from there she rummages through things and so as she pulls out a, a measuring tape, what's your story? As she starts kind of like measuring you out. Um... No one's ever asked me that before. Well, we're going to be here for a while, so don't be shy. Well, I did have a brother. I think he's dead. Nice, nice. She's kind of absently going through it. I was on a pirate ship. Oh, is that that how you saw the... Like, where have you been on a pirate ship? Oh, a little bit of here, a little bit of there. Taking stuff here, getting people here, doing that there, you know. Do you like your employment with them? No. Hmm. No. A quick question. Do you prefer purple, red, or green? Either will make your eyes pop, but it's really kind of a personal choice because you have two different colored eyes. Oh, yeah. Um, well, what do you think? Mm. I mean, my natural instinct is towards green. 
But green does work with earthen colors, and you do got that brown eye. Okay, let's do let's do green. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, and then, well, I got stuck on this planet, and then everything exploded on the planet, and then I saw Atlas, and and he was in rough He's good looking, shape. right? <laughs> oh, you should have seen. You oh, I have seen looking? him. <laughs> Really? I feel like he looks broken. Like, from his heart to his head to his body. He just looks broken. Well, you know, like a... I mean... There's beauty in the broken? Well, it's... there's. It means that underneath it all, there's also a tender spirit. I've never seen the tender spirit part, but... Maybe it's like an onion. Like you have to peel away all the layers. And I saw a children's movie one time called, I think it's called Shrek. And Shrek was kind of like that. You had to peel away the layers. And he does kind of smell like an ogre. So maybe that's, maybe that's an accurate. Oh, you have you. Oh, and she gets very serious. Ogres are good about Vita. And she spits on the ground and stomps on it. Have you ever met an ogre? No, but that's just the movie I was referring to. Well, there should never be a movie about ogres. Oh, why? Why? Yeah. She starts pulling this dress over you, and you can see that it is going to be a little bit shorter on you uh, due to her size. And But she starts kind of like wrapping this beautiful lace around the waist that helps kind of cinch it up. And... She then starts going through like various stockings that will help kind of like hide the the extra length. She goes, mm, let me tell you a story. So before the dwarves were known as the bus boys and running interstellar travel, we lived peaceably on various planets under our thanes. Hmm? And one of the things that forced us to leave our homes was that there was an incursion of ogres and trolls in our home planet we fought to the last we sang the oaths and we stayed until the stones bled themselves but we lost and we were forced into the stars That's why. It must be a different breed of ogres. Were they green? Green, gray. It matters not what they come in. Hmm. But don't be sad. One day it is said that all of the universe will turn to the great coin in the leadership of our thanes. They will come to rely on them for the movement of commerce and people. What are the Arthanes? Arthanes, they are our leaders, our kings, our 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 emperors. Hmm. And look, that was the prophecy spoken a millennia ago. But look now. Our people control the routes of travel, the movement of commerce and goods. It the prophecy is coming true. And it is only a matter of time before the Allhammer comes down himself. And leads our people back to our planet and wipes the wicked from its surface. 
So the ending has a happy and it's it's a happy ending, but and it sounds like you're on the way to the happy ending. Oh, that's why I work here. I mean, I make the weapons, which I know. Uh, I don't make them. I kind of repair them, but I help out. I do my part, and I know that one day these weapons will be leveled against them. Hmm? I look forward to that day. Although I do think Shrek was a little bit different than the yogurts you're talking about. Hmm. You should watch the movie. Yeah, maybe I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Okay. Oh, and she lights up the mirror so you can see yourself better. And she goes, what do you think? And you see that you are in this green dress that is a bit tight up top so that it 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 pushes what you do have kind of <laughs> close together you are even more cinched up at the waist by this beautiful like lace ropish belt that has a concordant color of red and silver that then trails to the bottom and, and then the the folds of the material however just poof out from the waist you're wearing black stockings and she has put on some rather plain shoes with like a beautiful gold like a buckle um i'll also just add like ray's shoulders are slumped down her toes are like pointed together and her knees are kind of bow-legged looking and she's like looks like just like very uncomfortable and she looks at delilah and it is i guess if this is in fashion I like it. Oh, I know fashion. Now, stay still. I This is one of my favorite wigs. All right? So, I... Do I need a wig? Oh, yes, you do. And she goes... Will he recognize me? The person I'm meeting with if I'm wearing a wig and these clothes... And, oh, oh, oh. And don't forget the beard. Oh, dear. You really no, sold no. me on the beard. The wig is for the beard. And you see oh. now she has a pair of scissors. And she starts, like, cutting into this, like, kind of brown wig with, like, these blonde highlights, these, like, cherry blonde highlights. Just snip, 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 snip. And then she starts kind of braiding them together. And when she's finally done, about an hour later, she attaches it to your face. And it's just kind of like a chin strap beard that (laughs) runs up, like, to your ears. It doesn't even, like, it doesn't even, like, have any parts that go up on your cheeks or anything. And she finishes it off with a nice red bow on the side thanks i'm i'm really thankful i knew you would be this is the height of dwarf fashion (laughs) all right go knock him dead tiger okay and as you're as you're walking out she goes oh 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 wait hold on hold on hold on goes through another drawer pulls out a ring that is just has a beautiful diamond in the center and is on like the the metal work it looks like moving water and she slips it onto your finger and she says there now you're perfect i do really appreciate this i've never had someone invest so much time in how i look well, just consider your payment will be telling me exactly how this date goes. I want to know all the secrets. Okay. All of them. It's a meeting. Oh, clandestine. Meeting. A clandestine meeting at night. Oh. 
How old are you? Um, I, I'm just 20. I remember when I was 20. <sighs> I'll be pushing 140 next year. Oh, wow. Congratulations. That's, that is old. <laughs> oh, well, it's, it's, it's seasoned. And, uh, and it certainly doesn't affect any of my clandestine meetings. <laughs> okay, I have to go. <laughs> and Ray's gonna leave quickly. As I'm walking back to where we're supposed to, am I like walking through town? You're walking through the tower, <laughs> which is effectively a small town. So some okay. of the hallways are busy, are busy, some are not. The elevators inevitably always have someone else on it, and you you draw more than your fair share of stairs. So I I want to like see if I can pick up like are people looking at me like oh she's in fashion, or are people looking at me like oh she looks crazy? Make an insight roll. 21. <laughs> it is a mixed bag. The few dwarves that you do see, not approvingly. <laughs> but <laughs> most people are like, who is this? What is she doing here? What is she? What? Why is she here? What is she here to trade for? What? Are there any other like slaves around? Yeah, you pass various slaves. Yes. Okay. I, is there any, like, young boy slaves around? Like, someone Crete's age? No, you want a young boy slave? Mm. No, no, no. Is there someone mm. Crete's age? <laughs> so, roughly your age? Yeah. Uh, We'll say that eventually you, you, you do see one, yes. Okay, I'm going to pull him aside. Hey, uh, hey, 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 I need your help. Uh, yeah, ma'am. Uh, and I'm going to, like, pull him into, like, a crevice where Ooh. no one can see. Uh, okay, <laughs> oh, okay, what, what, don't... What? I I have a I have a meeting with one of your kind tonight. <laughs> kind. Sorry. Sorry, I'm really oh. bad with words. With with what? with another slave. And I really want to kind of impress him. And I I I don't know if what I'm wearing like does this impress someone or does this do I look ridiculous? And and I'm sorry. I didn't mean like kind in like a bad way I just I don't know what's normal I'm feeling very out of my comfort zone sorry if I put you out of yours his face is about two inches from yours and you're kind of like just like in this very small nook and he goes why would I be uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> well because I just pulled you into a crevice and uh -huh. you don't know who I am. Uh -uh. And, <laughs> and I look a little like, over the top. Mm -hmm. Do I look over the top? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so you wouldn't recommend that I wear all this? I wouldn't recommend starting with your kind. Okay, <laughs> I'll note taken and I'm like taking out a notepad and a pen to write notes. Can I, can I go now? Wait, Do you, need you have something? to tell me how I look. Uh, uh, I'm... Uh, Please, what's your name? Dante. Dante, it's really nice to meet you. And I'm going to grab his hand and try to like shake it, even if he's so, 
reluctant. It's a very awkward because you like end up inevitably hitting his body yes. with your hand as you're trying to raise it, and he. Uh okay okay all right, you you look fine you 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 look fine look I Dante I can tell you just want to get out of this crevice. Oh uh, yep I'm and gonna go okay wait, Dante you don't understand. And then he, have you ever like give me a moment have you ever like <laughs> wanted to impress a woman? Make a persuasion roll. Five. No. Are you gay? A man? No. Are you? Look, I just, I am really uncomfortable. Can I, can I go? Can we get out of the crevice and talk? I really, oh, would you look at the time? And he uh-uh. goes to pick up everything you knocked out of his hands. And he goes, I really have to, to deliver this. Okay. You look, you, you look Bye. great. You look great. Bye. And he all but runs away. Okay. Um, I'm going to go try to find Atlas. Can we meet up? I mean, sure. I'm at the gym right now. Oh, is is Tayana there? 407. Uh, I don't think she is. I am going to come to the gym. Alrighty. I'll be here. 600. But you you find yourself at the gym. It's a it's a standard gym, and it is relatively empty. And you see Atlas. Atlas is gonna be squatting six hundred pounds, repping it. I want you to go ahead and make a endurance check. Nineteen plus two, twenty one. So, the person who lets you in is standing there, not really paying attention to you as you walk in. They kind of look over at you, look back at Atlas, and then as Atlas is finishing up the set of squats, and the person just says, that is his 32nd set. Yeah, he likes to be a show-off. Don't worry. If I could learn how to do that. Can I ask you a question? Yeah? Do I look weird? You're not my flavor, but... Okay, what if I remove the beard? You take it off? Yeah. Then do I look less weird? Go ahead and make a athletic. <laughs> Go ahead and make an athletics check. Athletics? Yes. <laughs> Seven. Oh, good luck. Delilah used a the method with which she attached it. It is just stuck to your face, <laughs> and as you try to pull it off, like your cheek lifts up <laughs> off of your face, and you can feel like if you try and rip it, it's about to rip, like actually tear skin. Oh no. <laughs> um Okay, if I were to remove the beard, uh-huh. would I look less weird? Can you remove the beard? I, that's that's another problem to solve. <laughs> but if I were to remove the we- beard, would I be He kind of covers the lower part of your face. Yeah. You would definitely not look so dwarfish. And to someone who's not a dwarf, looking dwarfish is not good, right? Like I said, it's just not my flavor. <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there. Okay, but what about someone who's just like a basic, I think he's human. 
Like, he wouldn't really be into beards. Well, if he's not into beards, why do you have a beard? Well, because I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. And, and, I, and I'm going to a meeting and I want to look nice. And someone told me this would look nice. And I got a lot of looks on the way here. And I'm starting to think it doesn't look nice. And as you know, you, I'm really good at killing things. I'm not good at impressing things. And as you finish that up, he looks like he's going to say something else. Like he's trying to be really nice to you. But a, like a few patrons like are walking out and they just kind of do like the backwards stare at you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and okay. that's when uh, Atlas finally finishes his set. And as he's kind of like stretching and looking around, he does. Listening. You do. You do see her. And I like wave awkwardly. <laughs> Hi, Alice. Alice got his little towel, you know, around the neck. Classic big man thing. Why don't you just. You can't take the beard off? Well, one, does the beard look bad? Yeah, it does. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for being honest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um,. Two, I think she used the glue on my face. <laughs> I mean. So, uh, I think, do you, you shave, right? Can I shave it off? I mean, you can try it, yeah. I'd say you'd probably try to shave it off and then use some, like, skin-safe solvent or something. Okay, do you have some? <laughs> no, I do not have solvent. <laughs> On me. Do you know where I could get some in the next two hours? Yeah, probably from any like general store, I assume. Okay. I mean, Thanks. And does the dress look okay? Like if I'm not having a beard? This is what Alice is gonna do. He's gonna pull his boot knife out. Alice is going to precisionly, as if he's skinning a boar, cut from like the mid chest level all the way around and cut off all the sleeves. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a yeah, sleeveless you, dress. You get like a cocktail look yeah, kind yeah, of to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. That'll be two skills. The first is going to be culture check. Oh shit. Oh. Uh, seven minus one six. The vision is in your head. It looks good. Now go ahead. Do a uh, dex roll without your proficiency bonus added. Oh, not. Oh my god. Not twenty. Ray. I want you to mark this down as a result of Atlas's nat 20. You get one point of inspiration to use only in conversation while in this outfit with Crete. Wait, can I fix up more of the dressing with that natural 20? <laughs> I, was, I wasn't done. I wasn't, yeah, yeah, okay. you, you can. Okay, okay, you okay. can. I want you to see go ahead and Atlas's take art, us through artiste, artistic side, you know? <laughs> um, okay, so he, fixed, he did the top, right? And then the midsection's mm -hmm. tied up with the like a wrap thing with a sash. The sash is the sash all mm -hmm. floofy and stuff, or is it nice, just smooth silk? Like, just what is it? It's it's pretty smooth, mm -hmm. but it has like a little bit of like kind of like a frilly, a little frilliness to the edges. Okay, you said the bottom <laughs> from the sash, like basically the lower waist down, is all floofy. Mm -hmm. mm, that makes it a little tough. Is the floofiness like <laughs> how bad is this floofiness? This like. Like we're talking like ballerina type oh, floofy, shit. like like really just. Whoosh. Okay, is there like multiple layers to it? Yeah, we'll say there's a couple of la like layers. Yeah. Mm. Okay. He'll start off 
He'll he'll just gonna cut it to like probably mid thigh level. It's good. It almost looks like a prom dress at this point, like, but like a short prom dress. <laughs> so as Atlas finishes up, he cuts it so that the sleeves kind of come off, and you have like this nice uh, cropping of the top that makes it look more like the upper edge of like a of a cocktail dress. Then he kind of works his way down, the sweat beads falling off his face as he kind of like <laughs> bites at the bottom of his tongue, deep in thought. Then eventually he kind of realizes that maybe, maybe, yeah. He starts working on some of the various floofy layers, but uh, below the waist, taking off some of it, making it more smooth a little bit, and then cuts it surgically, just a little bit above the knee, kind of giving it a little, like showing off a little bit more of your youth with it and when he's doing done... my bow legs and my toes pointing towards each other yes but when he's done while it is still has its own quirks it looks a little reminiscent of a if a prom dress met a little bit of like a summer dress does this look better and i look at the guy at the counter Al- like alice is gonna stare him down intimidation roll <laughs> <laughs> oh eight five plus three Honestly, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot better. Okay, and so now I just have to get rid of the beard. Yeah. You know, if you can't get rid of the beard, he's done a pretty good job on that dress. Sometimes you just got to shoot your shots, huh? Get rid of the beard. I should try to get rid of the beard. Get rid of the beard. Okay, well, I'm going to go to the store now. Thanks. Thanks a lot, mm-hmm. Atlas. This was helpful. Have fun beating people up tonight. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm going to go try to find anti-adhesive. <laughs> okay. Why don't you roll, just roll an investigation roll. <laughs> I am proud of myself, okay? <laughs> 11. You do find uh, a vendor that's selling some universal solvent. Okay. And you are able to purchase that. We'll say that that cost is 25 credits. Okay. Um, and then just a just a note, as you go in to get your funds, Atlas, you find that your month your monthly amount that you were getting of 2,000 has been bumped up to 3,000. And Ray, you find in your account a monthly allotment that has been made fifteen hundred. Wow! Hey, cool. <laughs> Rich boy. Then I'm gonna head to the rock garden on the fifty-second floor, on the top of the shortest tower.
from the the momentum of everyone building it up to be something that you originally never thought it would be you kind of feel your stomach churn and the butterflies and like that almost nauseous feeling and you smell some damp earth as you come to the end of this hallway there's another door this one you kind of open yourself and you come out into like a tower that is in a circle it has no cover and you can see just out over the ocean and, and a little bit of the edges of the etrelis city at the bottom and in front of you still wet from a light rain midday is the rock garden there are very few plants they've been put there tastefully you know like a maple that is short with red leaves kind of like twisting elegantly up but the main things that bring your attention is the meticulous way in which it looks like every single pebble every single rock has been laid out creating like just thousands of them used to create this flowing feel circles that move around like a tide pool whirlpool and at the center with like these interesting like chiseled boulders and rocks that have lichen and various mosses grown over them matter of fact some areas are just moss beds that can have like little tiny flowers that come up out of them and you you know it's it's interesting but you're curious where crete is it takes a little bit of walking around as the various paths kind of lead you around boulders and rocks and you eventually find him sitting at a bench that is facing out towards the setting sun can he see me no you're walking up behind him okay i'm gonna turn around and walk the other way like 10 steps <laughs> and i'm gonna walk back towards him and then back the other way and then back towards him and and i'm not gonna sit next to him but i'm gonna like go <coughs> create <coughs> oh oh you you scared me and you can see he almost Don't dropped worry, i'm not gonna kill you oh oh that was a relief that was, that, was a, that was a big relief. <laughs> he kind of unbuttons this like white shirt that he has, and he pulls out a pillow and sets it next to him. <gasps> Hello, man. He's Ooh. back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Did you really think I was going to kill you? I, 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 it's just a berserker. When a berserker says you do something, you, you, you do it. Uh, uh, but I... Oh. Would I really have gotten these hot chocolates if I thought that you were gonna kill me? And he pulls up a tray with two hot chocolates and sets it next to him. Ray turns bright red, like really bright red. And sits, oh, do you not like hot chocolate? Okay, okay, I, I, I love put it hot chocolate. It's my favorite drink. And I sit next to him. Oh, when I was on the pirate ship they made hot chocolate every night it was my favorite time of day wait 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 hold on pirate ship yeah it doesn't really matter um thanks for the hot chocolate i think last time we were together you were you were gonna tell me about yourself and then atlas joined and made it awkward oh um well oh how'd you get here here um you mean a slave 
Yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of a long story, but I can sum it up, I suppose. So, I'm from a, the region of Bashat, here on Balistar. Um, you probably could tell I'm a bit of a desert rat from the Ooh, just from the clothes I wear and, and all of that, but um, my family owed a debt to the Kashin and Ah, oh, shoot. Okay, okay. Um, my uncle Albacat, he he was never good for anything. Um, we never really knew what he was doing, but my um, you know, he would drop in for my family when we needed him or not. Cause my my dad he passed away when I was really young, so it was always just my ma and me and my two little sisters, and. So Uncle Albacat would come in and he always had really nice presents and he always like provided when we when we needed, but he was never really around, but that's okay. Well, one day, the Kashin family came knocking. Um they were dressed in black, black armor. I remember the day like it was yesterday. Uh, they wore these helmets. You couldn't really understand them because um, they they changed their voices. I think to to be more scary. Well, I know that now to be more scary and opposing. And they came demanding that we give up our uncle. Uh, it turns out that Uncle Albacat was he was skimming goods off the top from the Kashin. He's the Kashin. How he made how he was able to bring us gifts and money was he worked as a smuggler for the Kashin. Uh, the things that couldn't be sold, um, legally, he was employed to move to and from places and get them into the black market. But as it turns out, he was keeping some of the goods for himself and reselling it to those who compete with the Acers overall, like the Zintarum. And so they came seeking recompense for the lost goods and money, and we didn't have it. Um, And we were given an ultimatum. Turn over Uncle Albacat, but we couldn't because he ran and he left us. Pay them. Or someone from the family work as an indentured slave. And so I offered. That was tribute for my family. Wow. Well, how long are you a slave for? Well, I haven't really checked my the uh, the accounts, but I've been here almost three years now, so hopefully not much more than I think six, seven, eight, maybe. Total or six, seven, eight more? Oh, more. Oh, wow. That's a long time. Yeah. Your Uncle Albacat sounds like an ass. Well, uh, no. No, he, he's just, he was doing his best to... Steal? No, you know, just... Look, I mean, he was just doing the best with what he knew. And my family, our history is... We were thieves. That's that's my family's legacy, and that's, that's what my dad's, dad taught him, and... Um... That's what got my dad killed, and 
I mean, look at the Kashin. They don't do things legally, you know? They You just do what you you need to for your family. You know, he was he was just doing doing what he knew. He's really not that bad. I don't I don't even know if he knows what happened. Because my uncle would never have left me, you know, like this. That's you think highly of him, and that's admirable. Well, blood's blood, you know? Yeah. It's, it's what you have. It's What about you? You you have any siblings? Or family or why are you here? Well, my brother died. I haven't seen him in a long time, but I've heard he died heroically. And then this woman, I think her name was McKenna, she kind of adopted him, it sounds like, and was apparently an awkward mom, but a good one nonetheless, it sounds like. And he had to take a test and sounds like he failed. And she stepped in in front of an assassin bot and tried to save him, and then they both died. Um, I miss him a lot. But I was living on, oh, I forget what the planet's called now. I've been so many places, but where everything just went down with, where everything went down in duel. Um, oh. So I was there. You were there? I was there. And you're still here? And I'm still here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And well, I ran into Atlas there and he oh, was a mess okay. when I that, saw him. That's the that's the connection. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He, you should have seen him when I saw him though. He was broken. Like oh. no one's ever seen him at that extent before. Um Yeah, I think the uh, I think the only person who maybe has seen that is like uh first Don Gideus Kashina. He had some funny stories about him. I was really curious about the connection there. Yeah. When I, when I saw you with him, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. 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 He also likes to embarrass me a lot. So that's probably where some of his comments came from. Um, but he also altered this dress. So I think he's making some brownie points, if you will. Um, oh. Oh. Yeah. And he like seems like he actually finally notices that you're dressed very nicely mm. and he kind of flushes a little bit and he goes is this are we is this <laughs> i thought it was just a me i'm so sorry i thought we were just taught I, I didn't know okay, okay atlas <laughs> said it was a date and other people said it sounded like a date but i is thought it, we were just meeting too and i had a beard on at one point you had a beard on I, I didn't know what i was doing so i got the beard removed and atlas fixed the dress and now i'm feeling very awkward i is it a date? We don't have to call. Do you want to call it a date? I don't know. Well, I, I'm not going to call it a date if you're not going to call you it. You brought hot chocolate? Well, but that's just what you do at meetings. I've never been to a meeting where you bring hot chocolate. Well, you have never been to Bashat. That's true. And Bashat, it is, it is, it is custom when you meet someone to to break bread with them, to to bring the blood of your ancestors with you. And that's, it's not literal. That's just what the, the hot chocolate s- is signifies. And when you meet someone new, you, 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 there's a, there's a whole thing to it. You know, you, I, I would normally g- grab your hand 
and I would place both fingers under the palms as a sign of respect and hello, and uh, I would give you a kiss, and you would do the same. And and then he kind of starts flushing a little. He's like, oh, but no, that's uh, not that's not the custom here. That's not the custom here. I've said okay. This is uh, and he just gets up and walks to the edge and looks out over the city. No, 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 no. We all have our own customs. It's just touching hands and kissing is not one that I've ever heard of but it's not i wasn't saying that we have to do that no no i mean i mean we can if you want to like be reminded of your culture it's i just is this a date <laughs> what do you think of the rock garden it's really beautiful right the view of the this is beautiful um yeah as you get up and kind of like join him to look at the view the sun is coming just perfectly so that the rocks, their normal grayish hue becomes like a vibrant purple and it looks like there's like a life and a, a movement to it. And then you look back out and you see like the water sparkling and your your gaze starts to come down and you see about maybe 500 feet-ish down below, you can see smoldering remains of like part of the tower looks like it's just been blown out and you can still see like chunks of metal all like spewed out across the uh, across the bottom of like the the island and some of it into the ocean what happened there oh um well uh there was an attack here uh and you see him start to kind of like put his two fingers together kind of like tapping them make an insight roll that's a 16. It seems kind of like like a weird nervous tick as he's doing that. There was an attack here. Um, the Night of Mizra. And I'm sure you've heard of it, but that's when people broke in and they attacked us. And they killed my master. First on Gideus Kashin. Why would they do that? I, I, I don't know. Some people say that they made their way down to the labs and technical devices were destroyed. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Gideus went down to confront them and, 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 he, and he died. Why do men fight? I, I don't know. Do you not fight? Uh, that's not the way of my people, no. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't think badly on others who do. I. It's just how else better to spread peace than to fight for it. But what was first on Gideon's cushion like? Was he? Oh, he. He was a. He was a. He was a good man. He um. When I first came here, he, he heard about the story of my uncle and he saw that I was a mess and he said, I want him. I want him to work with me personally. He, he was the kind of person that when he stood, everyone in the room went quiet. Mm. That the sun rose because he wanted it to be so and it set because he wished it. That was the, the kind of like 
force of who he was. He is warm. He had a whole family himself here. He was a good man. Uh, who do you work for now that he's not around? Oh, the new first Don. Um, I don't know if you've met him. He's the exact opposite of Gideus. Cold, hardly ever talks unless needs to. Always. And then he kind of like realizes he's talking bad about his master and he just kind of turns red at the ears. He goes, you're not going to tell him I said this, right? No. No. He's, he's cruel. He, any mistake, he, he's, he'll let you know. And what's his name? Uh, Uso. Uso Kashin. And that's when you notice a small bit of bruises that run up the side of his neck. Has he has he ever hurt you? Oh, uh no. No, 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 no. But um you know you could tell me. I know the Acers pride themselves on treating everyone good and and wanting people to stay here and make a persuasion roll. Oh, I'm bad at this. Ten. No, he he's he's he wants me to learn how to fight and and I he says that every Don needs to have a slave who knows how to fight, that if I had if I if I had known how to fight it would be me dead and not Gideus. Oh wow. So is that what those bruises are from? I I'm terrible at fighting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I can't decide if it's helpful to help you learn to fight or if it's better because you don't like fighting for you not to fight. But I'm not terrible at it and Atlas is really good at it. Oh, oh, oh no, no, it's... It, it's okay. It's it's fine. Is it fine because you don't want to learn and it's like against your morals, or is it fine because it's embarrassing that I'm offering? It's uh, it's it's not the way of my people. So it's the morals part because then I'll leave it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And as that, the sun kind of finally slips down over the horizon, leaving you guys in shadows. And he kind of like looks back and goes, oh, okay. Um, it's also against uh, my people to be out with a, a a woman past sundown. It's, um... Can I do an insight? Yeah. Uh, 12? He's getting very nervous. And he goes, it, 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 I don't want to impose on your virtue. Uh, my virtue's fine. I can protect it. Oh, I didn't mean that. I, I, I just, it, uh, you know, it's can just I, the way of my people. Can I, can I tell you something? Yeah. I, I kind of want to get to know you more and you're making it difficult by being evasive. Ooh. And unless first on Uso Kushin has made it clear that you can't be here, 
that I I want to help you. Make a persuasion roll. Ten. Uh, can I give you my calms? Yes. Okay. And he gives and- you the information for his calms so you can talk to him whenever you want. And then he says, uh, if this is really against against my people, against my way, can how about next time, next how long are you going to be here? I don't know. Well, let's plan. You you tell me when's a good time. Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Sundown. Perfect. Perfect. And we'll chat but more. you can't be around me. It's against your people when the sun goes down. Yes, it's the ver- at, at, at sunset. But it's so... This sunset is beautiful, no? Yeah. That's kind of why I wanted to stay in chat, but... Well, the sunset's done. See you around sunsets are like 10 minutes well maybe we can st- we can go a little bit before okay he starts to walk away and he stops turns looks like he wants to say something flushes bright red with that five he rolled and then he runs off bye and leaves you out there. I want you to roll one last perception roll. Ten? You can't make out any demarcations or information, but you see heading uh, towards one of the towers. You weren't really paying attention as you're kind of like turning. So you just catch the tail end of it, of this kind of like massive array of, of starships. Probably about 12 in total flying formation around a larger starship. And it looks like something very important as they're coming into the tower. I'm going to call Atlas really quick. Go ahead. Um, well, two things. Why would starships be flying in formation into the tower? It looks pretty serious. It looks either serious or very scary. It could be a number of things. It could be someone of importance or a diplomat is arriving. Um, could be someone getting back from missions. Okay, but it's nothing to like worry about. I mean, mostly. I mean, how many ships were there? Was there just one, two? About thirteen. All right, I'll just keep it in mind and I'll pass it up. Do you know who First Don Usa Kashin is? Yeah, I've sort of heard of him. Why? That's who Crete belongs to now. Hmm. And I don't think he's being treated very well. How so do you Which, mean? Just... I'll, I'll tell you about it in person. All right. And by the way, the date didn't go terribly it's good and he brought a, a hot chocolate okay okay Which, did you guys uh and get it on or what um <laughs> what do you mean you guys have sex we had great no. converse oh <laughs> um i gotta go bye with that i think that's a good place <laughs> to call that game <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks for tuning in guys
See you later, spacers. Thank you for listening to this episode of Starlight. If you enjoyed this, please like, share, subscribe. For early releases, exclusive RPG content, and other bonus material, check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash starlightadventures. And to reach us for questions to be aired, email us at thestarlightadventures at gmail.com. See you next Tuesday, spacers. <laughs>